All right, Shabbosai, good morning, good morning. Baruch Hashem, what it is to continue Torah Torah in Yerushalayim, Ir HaKodesh. Begin by thanking our sponsors for this morning. Thank our Talmud Torah sponsors for the month of Shabbat. Mrs. Bracha Strimber for dedicating over Shurim in memory of her husband, Abram ben Kalman Eliezer Halevi, Zichon of the Bracha. And to thank Ayala and Sarah Steinberg for dedicating the Shurim this month in the Schos of Rafur Shlema for Shulamis Basosha. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. All right, we'll say, so we are continuing Yemir Hashem today in Daf Chof. Daf Chof. 20. Masech is Nazir. We actually left off yesterday. We left off yesterday on the bottom of the test. I'm a base three lines from the bottom. So the Gemara says as follows. Katani Reisha, Beishamai Omrim Nazir Shloshim Yom, Obeisilo Nazir Betriva. So we'll say, if you remember again, the Mishnah introduced us to the concept that Halach if someone became a Nazir in Chutz Laaretz, someone became a Nazir in Chutz Laaretz, ultimately, again, when they come to Eretz Yisrael, they have to go ahead and reobserve some duration of their Nazirus. Now, how long of the Nazirus they have to reobserve is in Machlokus between Beis Shammai and Beis Silo. Beis Shammai says they only have to reobserve 30 days. Beis Silo says they're obligated to reobserve the entire duration of the Nazirus. So the Gemara says as follows. So Beishamai Omrim does your Shloshim Yom. Beishamai says when you come to Eretz Yisrael, you're obligated to go ahead and reobserve another thirty days. Obeisila Omrim Nazir Betchila. And Beisila says that Aloch Alamaisa, you're obligated to reobserve the full term of the Nazirus. The Gemara says, Leo Bahakam Eflugi. So what's what are they arguing about? What is the Nekudas Hamachlokas? To which the Gemara says the Beishamai Savri. So it's actually very interesting. Here's what we know. Here's what we know from this particular, from this particular idea, which is that Chutz Aretz has a level of rabbinic Tumah. The Shiloh just is, what is the nature of that Tumah? Is it a Tumah on the land or is it a Tumah on the airspace as well? So remember again, saying that it's a Tumah on the airspace is even a higher form of Tumah. So perhaps that. Perhaps that is what they are arguing about. The Beishamai Sabri, Beishamai holds, Eres Ambishum Gusha. The Tumah of Chutz Laaretz is only a Tumah on the land itself, which is a, considered to be a lower form of Tumah, and therefore Beishamai only obligates you to observe another 30 days of Nazirus. Tap of Chaf, U Beisilo Sabri, Beisilo holds, Mishum Avira Gazru Allah. Perhaps Beisilo says, no, that Allah Chalamaisa. Actually, the Tumah of Chutz Laaretz is actually a Tumah on the air of Chutz Laaretz itself, which is a higher form of Tumah, which is why, again, it means like, and I was going to be still, even just being in the airspace of Chutz Laaretz, by definition, gives one a sense of Tumah, and therefore, because it is a more stringent form of Tumah, therefore, Halach you would have to reobserve the entire duration of the Nazirus, to which the Gemara says, everyone agrees, that when the rabbis went ahead and said that Chutz Laaretz is Tameh, it was a lower form of Tumah, which only devolves upon the ground itself. But it is not a Tumah on the airspace. I said, what's the Machlokas? The Beishamai Sabri Bistam Nezirus Kansina, or Beishelos Kisabri Ki Kanisna Betrilas Nezirus. So I said, the Gemara says, the truth is, it's really just the Machlokas, what was the Kinas? Here's what everyone agrees on. 
everyone agrees that if you became a Nazir in Chutz La'aretz, that when you come to Eretz Yisrael, you, there's a knas, there's a penalty. You have to reobserve some amount of the Naziros because at the end of the day, you were exposed to Tumah. Now, what's the nature of the Tumah in Chutz La'aretz? It's a rabbinic Tumah that only devolves upon the earth itself, not upon the airspace. Not upon the airspace. And therefore, the fundamental machlokis over here is a simple one. Beis Shammai says, therefore, the Kinas is you have to reobserve 30 days. Beis Shammai holds the Kinas is you have to reobserve the entire duration of the Nazirus. Incredible. Incredible. So the Gemara goes right. So the Gemara says, I'm sorry? Heleni Amalka, right? We're staying on Munbaz. Which someone pointed out to me. I, I automatically assume... Right, the sun that we're talking about in the Mishnah is Munvaz, but it's not true actually. I don't know, the Chevra pointed out yesterday after this year, Kibar Masech Sukkah brings down the hill and the Amalka had multiple sons. So the truth is, the Mishnah just says about one of her sons going out to war. It doesn't mean that it was Munvaz. But again, it felt good saying Munvaz, being that we're staying on uh, Munvaz Street. Uh, isn't this Munvaz? It's Hilani Amalka, Hilani Amalka. Right? So let's say, listen to this. So the Mishnah told us about Hilani Amalka, where her, where her son went out to war. And she took on her upon herself a neder neziros in the skos of her son coming back safely. So I say, remember again, this is a machlokis now in the Mishnah. So she took, let's just review. She took her neder neziros for seven years. And then what ended up happening? She came to Eretz Yisrael. She came to Eretz Yisrael. And it was there that she was told to observe... Right, Basila said ultimately that she has to go ahead and observe another seven years. Then what ended up happening... At the end of that seven years, she became Tamea, and therefore again had to observe another seven years. So it turned out that she observed a total of 21 years in Nezirus. Pretty intense. To which the Gemara says, So what happened over here? In other words, what, 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 what's the story? Is the story over here... I'm sorry, one more piece. Rabbi Huda says she was only on Nezirah for 14 years. So I will say, the shail is, what does it mean when Rabbi Yehuda says that? Say, Bailu, is it the pshat that she came to Eretz Yisrael, she really was only going to have to observe another 30 days, but then she became Tamea, and therefore had to go ahead and observe another, another seven years, but it's in accordance with Beishamai? Odilma, or maybe not. Maybe halachalamaisa again. Maybe halachalamaisa. Ultimately, she came to Eretz Yisrael, and she had to observe another seven years in accordance with Basilo. But what's the Pshasal Tashma? Al Salah she came back to Eretz Yisrael, Vaharua Basilo, Shatei Nezira Od Sheva Shalim Achiros. She came back to Eretz Yisrael, and Basilo Paskin, that she had to be in Nezira for another seven years. And if you think this is a medication, she became Tameya in accordance with the position of a Shammai. Ihachi, Rabbi Huda Omer Lo Haisen Azira El Yud Dalad Shana, Yud Dalad Shana Ushloshim Yom Mibayle. Bosa, here's what's interesting. If indeed they are paskining for her in accordance with Beishamai, then what should the Mishnah have said? It should have said, she came to Eretz Yisrael, she became Tamea. She First of all, she came to Eretz Yisrael, she had to observe another 30 days in accordance with Beishamai. And then she became Tamea and had to observe another seven years. The fact that it just said she had to observe another seven years indicates to us that this was in fact in, in accordance with the position of Beishamai, 
who holds that halacha lamaisa whenever you come back to Eretz Yisrael after having ashes, whenever you come to Eretz Yisrael after having made a neder naziris and chutz laaretz, you are obligated. Okay, thank you. You are obligated. Thank you. You are obligated to go ahead and observe the entire duration again. Incredible dynamic that supports this. This is the Allah of the Nazir, Hatorah Amra, Kinitma Biyomolos, Tainla Torah says. We've actually had this before. Rabbi Eliezer holds the Allah of the There's an interesting Allah, which is if you become Tame on the last day of your Naziros, at most, again, you are capped, at most, you are capped at a 30 day obligatory repetitive. Period of Naziras. Fine. So, mostly, so this brings us again to a close. How do we paskin? So the Rabbim actually paskins like Basilo. And first of all, I'll say, just going back a little bit, and this is pertinent for us, because unfortunately we're going back to Chutz Laaretz tonight. So there is a rabbinic Tumah upon Chutz Laaretz, so anywhere outside of Eretz Yisrael. That Tumah is not on the airspace. That Tumah is what we call Mishum Gusha. It's on the actual ground of Chutz Laaretz. Furthermore, the Raman Paskin is like Basilo, namely, that if you go ahead and you take a Nedr and a Zerus in Chutz Laaretz, outside of Eretz Yisrael, and then you come back to Eretz Yisrael, ultimately you have to reobserve the entire duration of that Nedr and Zerus again. That's how the Raman Paskin like Basilo. Good, Vaiter Mishnah. Misha Hayushne Shtekite Edim Meidoso. So it's a very interesting case here. There's a guy, we'll call him Ruvain. Ruvain has, there are two groups of witnesses who are testifying about Ruvain. One group says, One group says that Ruvain took on a Ned and Nazirus for two, he took on two periods of Nazirus. The other opinion says he took on five periods of Nazirus. So what's the halacha? So we'll say, by the way, What's the guy doing in all of this? What's, the, right, what's Ruben doing in all of this? Right, so you got two, one set of witnesses saying that Ruben took on two consecutive periods of the zeros. One set of witnesses saying he took on, he took on five periods of the zeros. So what, what's Ruben saying? What's Ruben saying? So I'll say the incredible thing is Ruben saying, I didn't take on anything. I didn't, that's Rush brings out. I didn't take on anything. Right? But he's got Eidos now. So what's Talacha? Beishamai omim nechlaka Eidos vein kanazirus. Beishamai says, look, essentially you have opposing groups of witnesses. They cancel each other out. And there's nothing more to talk about. Beishilal says, Yeish pechlal chamesh shtayim shehei nozir shtayim. Beishilal says, look, the truth is they're not fully contradicting each other. One saying he took on two periods in the zeros. One saying he took on five periods in the zeros. Well, so what do they both agree on? What do they both agree on? That he took on two. So therefore, again, Beishamai says he's going to be obligated in two periods of Nazirus. Sorry, Beisel, thank you. Beisel is going to be obligated in two periods of Nazirus because halacha lamaisa, that's what both groups agree upon. Incredible. Says the Gemara Masnisin, the Lokiai Tano. Our Mishnah does not reflect if you are the following Tano. This Sanyo, Rabbi Shlono, Shabbi Yosim, Rabbi Shmuel Beno, Shabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Roka, Omer. Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Roka says, Lo nechleku Beisham Beisel al shtei kite edim, Achas omeres taim va'achas omeres chamesh shiyish bichlal chamesh taim. So I was listening to this. Rabbi Shlomo, the son of Rabbi Yochanan Baruch, says, "Beisham beisilal aren't arguing in the following case. And you have two groups of witnesses. One says that Reuven took on two groups of two two two, two periods of nazirus. One group says he took on five. They're not arguing. Why they're not arguing? Shiyish bichlal chamesh taim. Because I was saying again logically." What they agree upon is he took on two. He took on two. I said, what's the machlokes? Haman nechloku. 
Al-Kas Echad. Al-Kas Echad. I will say that the argument is the following case, where you have one group of witnesses, and in that one group of witnesses, Echad Omeshtayim, one witness says, Ruvain took on two periods of Nazirus, the Echad Omer Chamish, and one says, Ruvain took on five periods of Nazirus. So I will say it's interesting. So now, Rabbi Shmuel of the son of Rabbi Yochanan, Ben Baroka, is coming along and reframing the Machlokas. He says, when you're talking about two sets of witnesses, and one says Reuben took on five prisoners of Zeros, one says Reuben took on two prisoners of Zeros, we can reconcile that because they're both agreeing, they both agree that he took on at least two. At least two. <clears throat> What's the Machlokas Veshan Beisilo? The Machlokas Veshan Beisilo ultimately, again, is in one Eidos. Okay, thank you. Thank you. In one Eidos, right? In one Eidos, where you have two witnesses. And one says, what happens? What, what happens? You have one set of witnesses. And in that one set of witnesses, witness A says, Reuven took on two periods of Nazirus. Witness B says, Reuven took on five periods of Nazirus. In that case, Beishamai says, ultimately again, their edus is split and therefore they cancel each other out. Beishamai says, no, they're not arguing. Beisilas says, no, they're not arguing because what would they both agree on? They would both agree on that Ruven is obligated in two periods of Naziros. Amar Rav. Rav says, one second. Hakol modim bamona. Rav says that Allah Chalamai said, no, no, no. When we're talking about this idea over here, Allah Chalamai, what we're talking about literally modim means counting. Everyone agrees. They both say, what does this mean? Amar Rav my Kamar. What is Rav saying? What is Rav saying? Listen to this. So that says one second. What are we talking about? If one witness is saying Reuven took on five periods of Nazirus and not two, and one is saying he took on two periods and not five, then what Rabbi say? They're actively contradicting each other. So this is very interesting. Rav, the Gemara is suggesting, or Rav is suggesting, what are they saying? One, one witness is saying, one set of witnesses is saying, Ruvain took on one, one, one and two periods of Naziros, and the other one is saying, Ruvain took on three, four, and five. That's how they're framing it. That's how they're framing it. So right, Ruben, one, one group says Ruben took on one and two, and then the other one says Ruben took on three, four, and five. Ahmed Beis, ha... To which the Gemara says, but what's the Chiddush in that? Ha, Lamali Hashta, Lamali, Hashta Yeshlomar Chamirta Amar, Kilsa Lo Amar. So I will say this seems to be a little bit of a simpler case. Why? Because Halach Lamaisa, again, I will say, here's what's interesting. When you say, right, Ruben took on one and two, and then the other group says Ruben took on three, four, and five, when, they, when the group says, says Ruben took on three, four, and five, are they contradicting the group that says one and two? No. What are they doing? What are they doing? They're being Mosif. They're being Mosif. To which the Gemara says, Amar, so, so the Gemara kills Allah, Amar, Amri b'ma'arava, ein ha'chasha b'mona. That's why we both say, Halacha l'maysa, Halacha l'maysa, when the group says three or four, second group says three or four, they're not contradicting the first group that's saying one or two, rather what they're, essentially is they're building on the first group. So we agree that Ruven took on one or two, Halacha l'maysa, we're also adding on that he also took on three, four, and five. And therefore, Halacha l'maysa, they would not go ahead and contradict each other. So I both say, indeed, the Raman Paskin is like Beisilo. The Raman Paskin is like Beisilo. Without the qualifications of the Gemara. Namely, again, that if you have two, right, Ruven 
explains saying, I'm not a Nazir. You have two sets, of, two sets of witnesses. One set of witnesses says, Reuven took on two periods of Nazirus. The other one says, Reuven took on five periods of Nazirus. What's Talacha? Reuven would be a Nazir for two periods of Nazirus. Why? Because the part where the two groups come together is on periods one and two. The part where they argue on is three, four, and five. So when it comes to three, four, and five, essentially the, the, the testimonial units cancel each other out. But at least in terms of one and two, halacha lamaisa, again, they agree. I will say, by the way, there's an incredible musr in this as well. What's the incredible musr in everything? What's the incredible musr? She will say, the incredible musr is the key to Achtos and Kalal Yisrael is trying to figure out what we agree on and not what we disagree on. She will say, what do you have over here? You have Ruvain, right? Ruvain's in the middle of this. One set of witnesses says, you took on five periods of Nazirus. Second set of witnesses says, you took on two periods of Nazirus. So we have a choice. What's the choice? You can focus on periods of Nazirus three, four, and five, which are the points of contention, the points of Machlokis. And you, and you can argue that. And you can keep on butting heads about that. Or, or, you can say, look, Hevra, what do we agree on? What do we agree on? We agree on periods one and two, right? And therefore, again, let, let's focus on what we're getting. I will say, if you think about it, it's the key to Shalom Bayis, it's the key to good relationships in our families, and it's the key to Achtos and Klal Yisrael. There are always going to be things we disagree on, but we have to focus on the things in which we're able to have a meeting of the minds. It's actually this past week's parasha, one of my favorite ideas, my Rebbe told me this idea, one of my favorite ideas, the Pasuk says, Vayichan Yisrael neged hahar. Klal Yisrael camped opposite the mountain. So Rashi HaKadosh is bothered by the obvious question, which is, it's singular. How should the Pasuk have read? Vayachanu Yisrael negedahar. They camped, plural. Why he camped, singular? So what does Rashi HaKadosh say? Ki'ish echad b'leid One people with one heart. So Rabbi often mentions, it doesn't say ki'ish echad b'deya echad. It doesn't say one people with one opinion. Because lo haya v'lo yeya. Klal Yisrael never had one opinion. And I will say, you know, sometimes we think about this idea, we think about this idea that like, you know, it used to be all of Klal Yisrael agreed on everything. And when Mashiach is going to come, we're all going to agree. Even the Melech HaMashiach, the Melech HaMashiach could rebuild the Beis HaMikdash. Melech HaMashiach could bring down the Beis HaMikdash from Shamayim. The one thing the Melech HaMashiach is un- going to be unable to accomplish is to get Klal Yisrael to agree on every single issue. And the beautiful part is, he doesn't need to. Whoever said we have to agree, who said we have to agree? We just have to learn how to disagree agreeably, right? We have to learn how to disagree b'shalom. We have to learn how to have multiple opinions, but still know how to foster a, a, an atmosphere of national harmony. That's what Rashi is saying. You could be ishechad belevechad. You could be one people with one heart, even with many, many different opinions. Rabbi you'll see it yourself. How? Impossible. Here it is, Rabbi The secret to Achtos, Nazir Daf Chof. The secret to Achtos, Nazir Daf Chof. Focus on what we agree on. Focus on what we're all on the same page about. Focus on the two periods of Nazirus, which everyone agrees on. And don't focus on the three, four, and five, which ultimately are the sources of contention. Doesn't mean that the flashpoints aren't important. It doesn't mean that the other issues aren't important. But it doesn't have to be what we put all of our energy on. Focus on what brings us together and Achtus will come. Hajjun Allah, Misham. I will say, Mazeltov, Mazeltov. Misham Harini Nazir. Let's do the Mishnah. Misham Harini Nazir. Person says, I'm a Nazir. 
Amenazir, listen to this. We actually quoted. We actually had this mission already, which is very exciting. Always nice to come. Like always nice to come to a mission that you saw quoted before. So Misham Arini Nazir, person says Amenazir. And then what happens? Someone else comes along and says, "Me too." Me too. So, I, so, so I'm sorry. I say, Now we'll say, actually, in this case, what's happening over here is, Ruvain says, I'm a Nazir. Ruvain says, I'm a Nazir. What happens? Shimon hears, Shimon hears that I'm a Nazir, right? Shimon hears, and Shimon says, me too. And then what happens? Levi hears, and Levi says, me too. Me too. So what's Talacha? Kulam Nazirim. All of them are Nazirim. All of them are Nazirim. Hotra Harishon. So we'll say, what happens if Halacha Lamaisa, Ruvain, the source Nazir, the original Nazir, does Hatar Zidar. I will say, remember again, we, I mentioned this in yesterday's year also, which is Nazirus is a Nadar. So because that's a Nadar, therefore what? You could do Hatar Asnadarim, right? Again, if you go to Al-Khacham, have your have your vow annulled, just like you can go ahead and a wife could go to her husband or the husband could be made for the Nadar. So I will say, now watch this. So in this case, Ruben made the Nadar Nazirus. Shimon heard and said, "Me too." Levi said, and Levi heard and said, "Me too." So what happened? So Hotra Arishon, if Reuven goes ahead and does Hataras Nedarim, so what happens? Hotra Kulon. So then, remember again, Shimon and Levi also have their neder annulled. Why? Because since Shimon and Levi, since their Nedarim ultimately again are built on Reuven's, if Reuven's is dissolved, theirs are dissolved as well. Hotra Achron. Rebbe say, what happens if Levi? Does hataras nedarim for his nadir nazirus? So achra muter v'kulan asurus. Obviously, again, that only affects Levi, not anyone else. Why? Because no one else's nedar is predicated on Levi's. Therefore, again, Levi does hataras nedarim. That's fine. Amar harini nazir v'shama chavera v'amar pi kipiv v'sari kisara. We'll say similarly again. So Reuven is a nazir. Reuven says I'm a nazir. Shimon hears this, and Shimon says, Shimon says pi kipiv. My mouth should be like Ruvain's mouth, and my hair should be like Ruvain's hair. So both say, so what's talacha? What's talacha? Hare ze nazir. Ultimately, again, such a person is a nazir. So again, both say it's the same. It's the same thing as before. It's just in this case, Shimon is elaborating a little bit more. My mouth should be like his mouth. My hair should be like his hair. Hareini nazir v'shama ishna. Both listen to this. Ruvain says I'm a nazir, and what happens? Ruvain's wife Rachel hears this. Va'amra va'ani. And Rachel says, I'm in, me too, me too. So what's the halacha? Mefer es shelo, v'shelo kayim. Ruvain could annul Rachel's naziros, right? Because that's his power as a husband. But obviously, again, he can't do anything. His, his own nether naziros remains intact. Harini nazira. Rachel, let's listen to this, a flip case. Rachel says, I'm a nazira. V'shama baila ba'amar va'ani. And Ruvain hears this. And what does Ruvain say? What does Ruvain say? Me too. Shabbat say, in this case... Fascinating. You'll say, right? In this case, Ruvain can't be Mayfair. He can't annul his wife's nether. Why not? Why not? Oh, because, excellent. Because if he annuls his wife's nether, then what? He ends up annulling his own nether as well. And of course, we'll say the one thing you can never do is you can't annul your own nedarim. So, Vaiter Harini Nazir, Vaat. So, we'll say, listen to this. If Ruvain says, Ruvain says, Harini Nazir, I'm a Nazir. Va'at, and you, and you, Rachel, he says, Rachel, what right do we want? Va'amra, amen. And she says, amen. Right? Mefer eshela, v'shelo kayim. In that case, he could annul her nether, but his nether remains intact. In other words, the only time, well, actually, let's see. Hareni nazira, va'ata, 
if the opposite case, she says, Rachel says, I'm a Nazir, I'm a Nazira. And she says to her husband, Ruvain and you, and you, Va'amar Amen, and he said, Amen, in Yachalahaver. They both say, In that case, Halachalamais, he's not able to be made for it. Why is he not able to be made for it? Because Halachalamaisa, Halachalamaisa, if he's made for her nether, then what ends up happening? He's made for his own as well. So let's just do two more lines. Yosef Reish Lakish, Kameh Drabi Hudinesia. So Reish Lakish is before Rabbi Hudinesia, Vyosef Ikamar. So we're focusing now on the first part of the Mishnah. What was the first part of the Mishnah? So remember, Ruben says, I'm a Nazir. I'm a Nazir. And what happens? Shimon hears him. And what does Shimon say? Vani. Me too. And Levi hears. And he says, Vani. Me too. So Reish Lakish qualifies this halacha and he says as follows. Reish Lakish, Yosef Kamed Rabbi Yehuda Nesiyah, V'yosef Ikamar, V'hu Shetfisu Kulon B'soch K'day Dibor. Now let's say, when does it work to say Va'ani? When does it work to say Va'ani? There has to be what we'll call, we'll use the term verbal proximity. In other words, you have to say our verbal, verbal immediacy, right? It has to be that you buy in the Va'ani takes place immediately, well, quote-unquote, immediately after the original articulation. What we call toch k'dei dibor. V'kama, k'tchama toch k'dei dibor. We'll say, what's toch k'dei dibor? K'dei she'ilas shalom. The amount of time it takes to inquire about someone. V'kama k'dei she'ilas shalom. What's k'dei she'ilas shalom? We'll say, k'dei she'omer shalom talmid l'rav. We'll say, the amount, bless you, the amount of time that it takes to say shalom alecha Rebbe Umori. So we'll say, so again, so that's the amount, that's called toch kedei dibor, that's called verbal immediacy, the amount of time it takes to say, shalom aleichem, right? Hello, hello, my Rebbe, my teacher. That's toch kedei dibor. That amount of time is considered to be verbal immediacy, which means that if you say something with that level of verbal immediacy, your statement is attached to the statement before. So we'll say, we know this halacha because it manifests itself in many different ways. So here, what we're saying is that halacha lamaisa, halacha Ruvain says, Harini Nazir. Shimon says, Vani. The Vani of Shimon only works if what? If there's verbal immediacy, right? In other words, Ruvain says, Harini Nazir at 8.15 in the morning, and Shimon says, Vani at 9.15 in the morning. That's a meaningless statement. But Ruben says, Harini Nazir, right? And Shimon says, within a few seconds, literally again, the amount of time it takes, say, Shalmach, Rabbi Mori, Va'ani, then ultimately again, that connects Shimon to that original, original statement of Ruben. We know this, Salah Rabbosai, doesn't just apply over here. Tochide Dibor is a concept that we apply many different times. For example, Rabbosai, I pick up, a, let's say, for example, you're on a Yarche Kala, and maybe it's the last of the Yarche Kala, and you're not sure if it's night, if it's day, like, you're not sure what's going on. You pick up a cup of coffee, and what happens? Because actually, it's the core of your sustenance over the course of the week. <laughs> so, it's like, so what happens? So what happens? You realize your mistake. If you catch that quickly, you could change the suffix of the bracha to shahakol nihiyeh bidvaro. But again, that change only works if you make it toch kedei dibor. I will say, what's the muster of toch kedei dibor? But I will say, sometimes, sometimes, if you live life with enough awareness, awareness doesn't always allow you, doesn't always prevent you from making mistakes. But living life, like David Schwartz talk up, spoke about yesterday by the, by the Kiddush with Zihirus, living life with a sense of awareness, even if it doesn't prevent me from making the mistakes initially, at least it allows me to catch them in real time. And even if you can't prevent yourself from making the mistakes, if you can catch them in real time, it gives you the opportunity to turn things around. I will say, 
Shkoyach. Shkoyach, Shkoyach. We're going to do Mesilasi Sharam a little bit later on in the day. So everybody has a few moments now to eat breakfast, get back up. Shkoyach. Yeah.